0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lange Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company studio, with the Hall of
2: Famer Moe Patton, here's Chris Yang. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you from the Lee Company studio. We are happy to be with you and excited for this obviously beautiful day outside that will focus and, and feature some high school football tonight. So, I'm pumped. Hope you guys are as well. Got a great show for you today, but first, Mo, what's up? How you doing?
0: I'm just grinding, man. Just been a long day already. That it is. It has been a long day, but we're here now. We are here now. We're here for the next two hours before we run off to take in a little scrimmage action, which I'm sure we'll touch on later on, but um, yeah. We we're here. Let's inform some folks and hopefully entertain some folks. Good morning, JP.
2: <laughs> I'm starting my What's day that? now. Yeah, well done. you can start, you your start, your day start when... whenever.
1: You can start you your day want. Anytime, yep. you want. <laughs> anytime you want. Anytime you want. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't
2: help it. Yep. That was a good one. That was a Yeah, good one. happy Tuesday. It 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 is a happy Tuesday. Yeah. I am excited to be here and we ha- we have so much to talk about today. And you know sometimes in the morning I just
0: I go, What are we gonna talk about? <laughs> and then as the day progresses and, and and that's a great thing because if this show had been from nine to eleven this morning,
2: might have been we some- wouldn't have had nearly as
0: much to talk about.
2: No, no. Would have been a a, a lot less informative. All this stuff would have got talked about tomorrow. Been old news by then. (laughs) But instead, we get to tell you about post-19 schedule, which we probably would have known. Uh, But not just post-19 schedule. We've got uh, a lawsuit brewing. We'll get to that here momentarily. (laughs) There will be Lawyers. Uh, all kinds of great stuff, and then uh, we will talk to Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald, and a lot of things we need to get to there. Some Williamson County sports, uh, maybe some motorsports talk. Who knows? Uh, that's that's always a possibility with Joe. <laughs> um, we'll preview Huntland football. So for those of you down in Franklin County who missed yesterday's Franklin County, we were on yesterday uh, on on the Eagle ninety four five. So make sure that you are listening every weekday, starting at four o'clock and we'll go till we're off, uh, till, till, till they kick us off <laughs> every day. So, uh, we did, we did uh, preview, like I said, Franklin County yesterday. If you missed it, you can go to the podcast, sm-tnsports.com. The podcast is available. Uh, so we'll get Huntland at, um, that's going to be at four fifty ish and then, uh, we'll get Joe road at the top of the second hour, JP. So, it's okay. You changed, you changed it up on me. Um, no, no, you didn't. No, didn't. no, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're, just,
2: you're still trying to get back into the groove. And yep. we're, we're okay with that. It's Some all right. Sometime
1: in the second hour. Mm-hmm.
2: In the second hour, we'll talk to Joe Rexroad. Yeah. We'll talk Braves. And, of course, it's Top 5 Tuesday, <laughs> which means we got to figure out a top five. Today... We're going to go with home-cooked meals because, in honor of my mother cooking <laughs> hamburger steak, mashed potatoes, and gravy, and green beans at 1030 on a Saturday night, <laughs> got me thinking, what are some of my favorite home-cooked meals? So, we will we will tell you our top five of those.
0: Do they have to have been at 1030 at night? Uh, you
2: know... W- how about this? How about your top five home-cooked meals you would want at 1030 at night on a Saturday? Oh, that
0: changes, <laughs> that the, changes list.
2: the list. That changes the list. No, I'm kidding. No, your top five home-cooked meals. The meals that you guys, you know, is what you want the most. J.P.'s will probably be very um, elaborate and mm-hmm. eclectic mm-hmm. and all kinds of different E-words. Uh, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> uh, but we will, we will be... Uh, getting to that in the final segment of the day. But first, our top stories. As we mentioned, post-19 schedule has been released. The bracket is available, and we have it in front of us. We have the
0: the bracket. Well, we have tomorrow's games in front of us, and we have a story on post-19's appearance in the – Southeast Regional, the American Legion Southeast Regional Tournament that starts tomorrow in Pelham, Alabama. Um, so, yeah, they play They play the opener um, for the fourth straight tournament, according to Scott Beasley. They take on Tallahassee Post 13 at 10 o'clock tomorrow.
2: Well, that seems reasonable. You know, 10 o'clock, no big deal.
0: No big deal, yeah.
2: You just got to... Wake up and go get a a biscuit and get ready, I guess.
0: I guess. Maybe two biscuits. You can, yeah. I mean, why not? I, I would go you're, get a... You're familiar with Pelham. I mean, where would you stay? Where would you eat? That kind of thing. I mean, how much, you know, for eight baseball teams and their followers? There's plenty. Is,
2: um, is it had, pretty close?
0: So, have you been
2: to the Oak Mountain Amphitheater? No. No? Okay. So, it's the... That exit, it's it's Hoover. So four fifty nine, the four fifty nine. Okay, so it's down Galleria. below.
0: So it's below it's, Birmingham. It's the then. next town south.
2: Okay. So there's plenty. I mean, you can stay in Hoover if you want to. It's five minutes. You know, it's it's not far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take thirty one south from here.
0: Eventually, you'll get there. Just stay on it. Don't turn. <laughs> just,
2: huh? If you take take 31 South, who knows?
0: You run right into you'll, it.
2: You'll get there eventually. Can't miss it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you take 65 South. It's right off the interstate. It's you know, it, it's not far from Hoover, so you can stay just about anywhere. You can eat just about anywhere. There is a Water Burger there, so there's a Bojangles, which is always good. Okay. And then Alabaster has kind of blown up really in the last few years so you could stay south and drive north if you wanted to
0: there there is a full moon close to there isn't there
2: there is there are plenty of full moons in well, Birmingham but yeah there's but, probably I nearby. mean relative
0: okay I'm,
2: off the top of my head I couldn't tell you where it is but yes there's a full moon barbecue available and it's worth the trip yeah just FYI folks who are yeah there and looking for a place to eat. Full Moon Barbecue is a fantastic option. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, The rest of that schedule down there at 1 o'clock, Florence, South Carolina, post 1, takes on Tupelo, Mississippi, post 49 at 1 at 4. Retief Oil, which is New Orleans, post 285, takes on Troy, Alabama, post 70 at 4. And at 730, Covington, Georgia, post 32, takes on the host... Shelby County, Alabama, post 555. That's at 730. So, And we will try to have updated scores and updated schedules and that kind of thing here and on the website at sm-tnsports.com. But, again, um, check out that preview article because everybody that was available to make this trip is not making this trip. Shameless tease.
2: And there you go. It's a good reason to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, top story number two: <laughs> the Ohio Valley Conference is has filed lawsuits in both Franklin County, Kentucky, and in Calhoun County, Alabama, because Eastern Kentucky and Jacksonville State uh, have allegedly failed to pay their one million dollar exit fees to the hold conference.
0: Up, hold up, why are we throwing an allegedly on this? I mean, well, why I don't would know the OB, why would the OVC lie? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean if they haven't if they had paid, you wouldn't sue them for payment. That's probably accurate, but okay. I'm just
2: saying, I don't know. Cuz basically EKU and their statement says they will tell you <laughs> they'll tell you why they haven't paid it. Uh but they ain't gonna tell you in the paper. They're gonna tell you in court apparently. So Maybe there's a good reason. I, are are I they know. not leaving?
0: Maybe they're not leaving. I don't, I don't well, know. What other good reason is there for not paying your exit fee?
2: Look, man, I don't know. I'm just telling you that's what they're saying. These, I mean, they're going to articulate the merits of their position,
0: in the proper, in the proper form, arena, arena, proper arena, arena, not stadium.
2: Yeah. No. Not an arena. Not a stadium. Not a forum. Mm-hmm. No. It's yeah. Uh, JSU has not returned phone calls to the Associated Press, and they've not made a statement. Either, and they've huh? not made a statement. No. Uh, I have not called Greg Seitz because I assume he would just be like, <laughs> "Really?" Because <laughs> I am going to tell you, he probably. We would probably be among the we probably the should five call people. Greg Seitz. <laughs> like,
0: can we call him on the air? Hey, Greg, what's going on? Kind huh? of pull a um, Shannon Sharp and and who was who was it? It was Julio. Yeah. <laughs> That's no good. <laughs> so anyway. Or no bueno, it, you know, in yeah. keeping with Julio.
2: Um, OVC Commissioner Beth debauch said that both schools benefited from being OVC members, expects them to, quote, do the right thing by f- fulfilling contractual obligations. This is the Associated Press report here. Uh, league presidents regret filing the suit, but called it necessary to enforce payment. So they clearly haven't paid. But Why? I don't know. Um, the OVC said it reminded both schools of the exit fee obligation several months ago. They were ignored, the statement said, until both responded just before leaving, that they would not pay the fees. <laughs> okay.
0: Right? We ain't paying, y'all.
2: <laughs> Sorry, just, we, just we letting d- y'all we, know. We, we just we, ain't. We're we, not paying. We,
0: we're gone, and we're not paying, y'all.
2: Could you imagine... Oklahoma and Texas saying sorry to that eighty million that they would have to pay to get out. Deuces. So anyway. Um that should be fun. Finally, Laney Campbell with the upset. At least mildly,
0: right? Well, she was a stroke down after yesterday. And yet, today. Yeah. Or a stroke back. I guess would be the most accurate way to put that. After shooting a 75 in yesterday's first round of the Tennessee Golf Association High School Invitational Tournament over at Three Rivers Golf Course in Knoxville, um, Laney shot a 74 today to move ahead of Carly Campbell, who shot a 74 yesterday but shot a 76 today. The two of them combined for a 299, which was 12 strokes better than second-place Providence Christian to win the team competition at the event. They're good. Again, Laney is committed to MTSU. Um, Shot five over for the two rounds. Carly shot six over for the two rounds. That's could have shot twelve over. That's, Wouldn't have matter. Still would have won. Yeah, that's the term. That's solid. I and mean, that's that's you know. And for August now, now they've been playing all summer. I mean, every oh, yeah. Every time we've tried to reach John Campbell for something, they've been in some corner of the state playing golf. So yeah. you know, while while some of these other folks are just getting warmed up with the high school season that has just started, they've been at it they're from summertown. And, and that's what they do. And,
2: well, let's also remember that John Campbell serves us. The-
0: <laughs> John Campbell who owns Dixie owns, Oaks golf
2: course. He owns the golf course in town. So
0: yeah. yeah, they can you know makes it a little easier for them to practice properly.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yep. Congratulations to uh Laney for the win and Carly for helping her team to a team championship there. All right. Um, lastly, before we get to the rundown, let's um, want to send out our regrets and condolences to the family of Fred Sparkman, uh, one of three players, Mo, whose number has been retired at Columbia Central.
0: Uh, yeah, he, along with um, Tredarius Goff and, and Shaq Mason, had their numbers retired during a ceremony a couple of seasons ago, I think it was. Um I think Fred may be the last Mr. Football at Columbia Central mm-hmm. when he won it back in the two thousands. Went on and played collegiately over at North Carolina and at Shaw University and had played for some time on some semi pro teams here in the Nashville slash Middle Tennessee area.
2: And he played for the Storm?
0: I'm not no, no. sure. I was curious. Yeah. But,
2: That's the only one I know of.
0: Yeah. But um we got word earlier today that he had passed away.
2: So once again our condolences and thoughts go out to the Sparkman family.
0: And to the Columbia Central football, football. community.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um all right, JP, let's uh let's go over some scores and schedules. What do you say?
3: This is the rundown.
1: This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at GrowLiveGive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IIP Securities, LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, IIP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IIP Advisors, LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IIP and Grow Live give are not affiliated.
0: In baseball action on Monday night, um, the Phillies defeated the Nationals 7-5. It was the Marlins 6, the Mets 3, and the Brewers continue to roll with a 6-2 win over Pittsburgh.
2: In a soccer action from Sunday that we neglected to tell you about yesterday was Toronto and Nashville played to a 1-1 draw in MLS action. And last night in Olympic basketball action, it was Team USA 95 Uh, Spain 81 in the men's game. I lied yesterday. The women's game is tonight, which we will tell you about here in just a second.
0: Today's high school football scrimmage schedule uh, at 6 o'clock. Collinwood travels to Mount Pleasant. Summertown is on the road at Perry County at 7 o'clock. Columbia Academy and Spring Hill will scrimmage on the north end of the county and Richland travels to the Brickyard to take on Giles County. I guess that's at the Brickyard. I doubt that it's on campus. But <laughs> Richland, Richland will be playing football somewhere in Pulaski against the Bobcats.
2: <laughs> in baseball action tonight, as we told you earlier, post-19 taking on Tallahassee, Florida. Post-13, that's at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning tonight in major league baseball action the phillies and the nationals are on espn plus that's the first pitch at 605 and if you want to watch the atlanta braves take on the st louis cardinals that's at seven fifteen on Bally sports south and you will also hear it on our sister station wkrm 103.7 it's an odd start time well but. it's
0: again best fans in baseball BFIB. There um, you go. Yeah, that's a six o'clock pregame mm-hmm. on um, one hundred three point seven. Right after us, there you go. Just turn the dial ever so slightly. Uh, women's Olympics basketball at eleven forty tonight. Australia takes on Team USA. At team at ten o'clock tonight, um, the Dominican Republic faces Team USA in baseball action.
2: There you go. That's your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. When we come back, Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald joins us and should be fun. Always is when Joe gets on the line. That's all I'm saying. So stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We will be right back right after this. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
1: Local sports talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company
2: studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yaw. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint, coming up on the bottom of our number one. That was a a good return choice there. Sp- local sports talk you only find here. Because I don't know anybody else who would let Joe Williams on the air. I'm just kidding, Joe. Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald, brought to you by the Williamson Herald, the man, the myth, the legend himself, joining us now. Joe, what's going
3: on, buddy? You know, sometimes based on my career, it sounds like you're probably right.
0: <laughs> Listen to you, just just take note, Joe, of who's saying that. It, it, ain't, it ain't me. So it's it's, I know. I know. it's it's the guy from Alabama. Speaking of it which. Just,
3: it's them youngin'.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. Um, <laughs> speaking of Alabama, did I notice, have you got an assignment down there this weekend?
3: Uh, yeah, going to Huntsville, as a matter of fact. Hunt, the great Huntsville Speedway, one of the fastest quarter miles you'll ever be around. Uh, going to go down and do a little a little PA announcing, uh, filling in for Chris Norton, who's uh, taking a, an anniversary weekend off. I, I think the comment was, if I miss another anniversary between <laughs> racing at Super Trucks, I'm not going to have another one. So, <laughs> <laughs> No said. <laughs> yeah. Go down and work with my buddy Lou Robinette and some several of the folks that uh, used to be at Nashville. It's going to be fun. My,
0: that's,
3: uh, that, my, that is that is where my racing career started and ended. So,
2: it's where my brother's racing career ended, too. He's been banned since uh, 2016. So, there you go.
3: Really? Yeah, true story. I'll have to. I
0: have to search into that. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. As as things tend to be, where Chris is. Consigned. No doubt, um, <laughs> Joe. We um we spoke with Charles Pulliam, your your cohort last week during this time slot about the upcoming um WCS football media day that took place last Wednesday. I'm I'm told a good time was had by all.
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was. There were a lot of folks there. Um, it it was a little bit long. I had to I had to to leave before everybody got done. But uh, there was a great uh, a pre-event synopsis uh, that pretty much I think caught everybody up and and I think it's going to be an interesting year. Is the way I will put it. Okay. In uh, Williamson County.
0: But one of the highlights before the year even gets started, a um, couple more folks getting some artificial turf up that way that will debut in a, yeah. in a few weeks.
3: Three schools are getting the turf. Uh, Centennial, I remember, Centennial, Ravenwood, and Fairview. And that will leave just uh, Independence and Summit uh, with natural grass. And they get turf next year is the plan. So, by the end, uh, by the start of the 2022 season, uh, every high school in Williamson County will have turf. And I'll tell you what's really funny. I, I went over the stuff at Centennial looks really good. Uh, I drove by there the other day. I uh, haven't had a chance to get out to Fairview yet, but uh, Chris Hughes is excited. And uh, the scoreboard and the video board are all together now. Uh, you know, I mean, this guy does more quietly out there than, than you can imagine. Um, I found something today, going through some records, cleaning some stuff out and I uh, found some notes from 2009 and 2010 when the Centennial Cougar Athletic Club first started talking about turf.
2: It wasn't that long ago, I don't guess. Just a decade. No big deal.
3: Yeah, just 10 years to get it here.
2: Well, you know, some people don't. There are some people who don't like the turf. and That is true. And I yeah. will tell you, if in the event that uh, Brian Coleman ever returns to his former offensive mindset, he won't like having turf. <laughs> he will not want turf. He will say, please let me have this grass back.
0: Rip it up. Uh, rip it up.
2: <laughs> We're playing out here on the practice field from now on.
0: Well, if, you know, I, the, if, the turf, if there's a coach that would do that, it would be Brian Coleman.
3: Yeah. The, the, the turf kind of even some things, even some things out. I, you know, I can remember even good God, I realized like 40 years ago when, when I was playing, the one thing we did have, we had, we had pretty decent speed, uh, at some skilled spots and you, you know, you go play these teams and, and figure out they didn't cut the grass this week for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try. You know, yeah, you, all the you, time. Or you find out? Oh yeah. Oh well, the sprinklers went off this afternoon. Unexpected. Darnest
0: thing! Hate uh-huh. when that happens. Mhm. Yeah. So hey, um, tell me about the Centennial Field because even though it's right around the corner, I've not gotten a chance to go check it out. Did they go powder blue in the end zones?
3: Yeah, it's a little darker than that. More of a Carolina. Okay. All right. Little, yeah. Oh, close enough. It, but it looks. It looks really good um i am anxious to see uh Ravenwood because I can just imagine what it's going to look like it, uh Hughes, of course asked for for black turf with yellow with, with of yellow course line. he did yeah you know, he, he didn't he didn't did get it, that but that's yeah. what he, no but that's what he asked for
0: um centennial went with the power c at the fifty i
3: have not i have not been that far in they're they're pretty protective right now. Mm. Uh, I've, I've been able to get to the edges, and I did not look in the middle. Okay, I would I would think that's what they were doing.
0: Um, Ravenwood going with the logo or with the power, with the big R in the middle? Do we know? Guaranteed that know. logo that logo head. I would be. think it would be the logo.
3: Their logo is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, here's the thing: because you're going to be doing more than football. That's I true. Think I, I would. I would expect I would expect them to see kinda of like Franklin went with the with the power F in the middle. I think is what you see at Ravenwood. Because the beautiful part of the turf is now the lacrosse team has a place to play. Uh the soccer teams have a place to play. So many so many sports can use it. Mm-hmm. And not and not worry about tearing it up.
0: Right, right. And and I guess there was some concern with the um, with the change in the mascot slash nickname at Franklin last year that there were going to have to be some alterations to the field. But I don't remember the previous nickname appearing anywhere on the field. Can you? Oh yeah. yeah oh, was it in the end zone. end
3: zone? Yeah, they had to redo. They had. I think they had to redo one one of the end zones. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. All
2: right. Yeah, I- I'll tell you i'm I'm a fan of the turf because of the versatility right I think you know allowing the the soccer teams to be able to to play on it and that sort of thing I think it's it's fantastic, especially like you said lacrosse uh don't let any of my friends in trustful Alabama hear that you guys are letting lacrosse use the the stadium because <laughs> those folks down there have been having a well of a time trying to just get access to play on their high school stadium. And that, is that not just ridiculous? So thank you guys for being smart enough to let other people use the stadium. If
0: Jeez. for no other reason than to just kind of head off some well, bad blood.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Well, you know, the biggest, the biggest argument about turf the, the negative has always been the cost. But if, if you, you know, I think these fields are probably going to be 750,000. I mean, the, the price has come down from what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say since you're getting three, you can get them for 600, right? Just use that number. Well, typically the football team alone is investing somewhere between 40 and 60 a year to take care of their fields.
0: So between
3: cuts and the whole nine yards. Now, so multiply things,
0: that by what? 10, 15 at years. At least 10.
3: Yeah. 10 years. Figure 10 years. You know, you pay for itself football alone. Now soccer doesn't have that that nightmare, uh, other than just trying to keep you know the practice field going. Um, same for all the other sports. All of a sudden it becomes, everybody goes, oh, it's all that money in Williamson County. No, it becomes good, cost effective. Stewards. Yeah, it's cost effective, and somebody's being a good steward of the money.
2: And it's not just the Uh-oh. money; it's the time. I mean, oh, I gosh, talked to,
3: yes. I talked to Kit
2: Hartsfield yesterday. And he said, I've just been out here painting the field all day. And I said, yeah, the perils of, of working at 2A football. He goes, well, we're 6A too if you ain't got turf. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, head coaches are out there painting the fields. They got they, they got better things they can be doing.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I'll be honest with you. I would not be surprised uh, to start seeing some discussion about infield turf for baseball fields when I'm here I, at some point.
2: I'm a fan of that more than I am anything. Especially uh, those, especially those. Uh, if you have to wash the uniforms, <laughs> or yeah, don't yeah. have to wash the uniforms.
0: I, I'm still not. Yeah. I'm. I'm still not sure where I stand with grass versus turf for baseball slash softball at the high school yeah. level. But yeah, I mean it's not a bad thing. I'm just. I don't. I don't know, I don't know what it does with the ball on ground balls.
3: I'm curious. Well, Vander, Vanderbilt will tell you not much of anything. The, I'll
0: tell you one thing though, and and watching the Class A state tournament that was played at Riverdale this past spring, if you're not used to sliding on it,
2: it can get You you,
0: you can overslide and there oh, yeah. are outs to be gotten on offense or on defense or made on offense if you're not careful. So there's if you've not played on it before and then you go play on it, there's certainly an adjustment to be made. We
2: saw some softball players hanging on for dear life on second base. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. If you don't touch the bag, you grab it. Yeah, yep. you have to grab it. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald visiting with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Joe, um, anything come out of that media day of enlightenment?
3: You know, I don't think there are any great surprises. Everybody pretty well played their their hands close to their vest. Uh, it, it's going to be it's going to open up. I think pretty much what what everybody would expect. Um, for the most part, we know. I think uh, who to watch. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure anybody went. Okay, by the way, here's a breakout kid that's going to have a breakout year. Um I think you know the the biggest question mark is the new quarterback at Ravenwood who comes out of Texas so highly uh I'm sorry touted I started to say recruited uh comes out of Texas Well Ohio, he's pretty highly touted. recruited
0: as well. He committed to Florida well, uh, yeah. State
3: but um Yeah. yeah. Well I, I I was thinking to get here. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> I, should, you know, I here, but you know here's And I say that with tongue-in-cheek because I know Will Hester's not going to do anything that that he shouldn't. But, look, guys, fact of the matter is, you know, Williamson County schools recruit themselves, outstanding outstanding students and athletes. Without anybody having to do a thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, and when I say that, I don't mean that in the sense that most folks would think, oh, well, they go out and look to find No, kids are coming here. Parents are coming here. You know, we've got this huge influx. And, and the, the what was once an anomaly is now the standard, and that is, okay, I've been transferred to the Nashville area. Okay, we want to live in Williamson County. Okay, let's go find the school that fits best, and then we'll buy a house there. Yep. You, know, you just go buy a house and say, okay, this is the school you're going to. Yep.
2: That's not necessarily the case anymore. You're right. And you know what's, what's interesting about – this media day i love the fact that you that you get a chance to see all of those those teams and coaches in one location it's fantastic and they do a great job with it 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 it's just amazing to me how i guess forthcoming those coaches are most of the time they don't yes they play the, their hands close to their chest but you know they really open up to the media in Williamson County a little bit more than anybody else. And, and that's, that's that's saying something.
0: I think the coaches in Williamson County from top to bottom, including the two-and-a-half new coaches yeah. this year with Alex Melton going to Franklin, um, Clint Finch taking over at Brentwood and Will Hester coming back to Ravenwood, um, I think those guys – appreciate what the media does for them and their programs in a way that not everybody necessarily does.
2: Exactly.
3: Well, and I I think more than that, I I think the local media, I'll put it that way, Mm -hmm. um, has earned Mm. some trust to where they feel like they can do that. I, I think I think the coaches are probably and players too to be honest, are probably more open uh with the again, the local media on the on a whole mm-hmm. than they are anywhere else. Sure.
0: Because they see y'all.
3: Because, well, they, 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 they see the same folks and you know, most of them have been here long enough that, that we've all had situations where coaches said, Look, I can't talk about this yet, but here's what's gonna happen. And it doesn't get out
2: mm-hmm that's the big yeah. key
3: is i think i'm they, not sure openness i think i think i'd use the word respect between us
0: right right
2: mutual respect and if you have that yeah. it works great for both parties and, and for the most
0: part those coaches have been around long enough for the media core that works around williamson county to earn that respect and it just yeah. it just kind of becomes a circular situation well. there
3: I was going to say, you know, Coach Coach Melton's been around at uh, Summit for four or five years. Coach Finch, I mean, he used to be the softball coach too. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's been at Brentwood forever. Um, coach Esther, of course, was an assistant for a long time and became a head coach before he left. I mean, they, these are all folks that we've seen, we've talked to, we've dealt with before. Um, I, I think, I think they have much more trust in the local media and what they can say than maybe the folks above them do.
2: We, hmm. we say all of that to say this, if you're looking for the best high school sports coverage in and around Williamson County, no better place than the Williamson Herald, Williamson You can subscribe, call six one five seven nine zero sixty four sixty five. email them web at williamsonherald.com Joe Williams. Appreciate your time. And enjoy oh, Hunts Vegas this weekend.
3: It's a Oh, it'll be good. Of course. Did Did I hear you say Trustful? I,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: We, you said Okay, that explains a whole lot. Okay. Yeah, I spent. I spent.
2: <laughs> I spent two. I spent two years down there before uh, at, at the Trustful Tribune before coming up here. So
3: that explains a lot.
2: <laughs> if you only knew. If you only knew, I will tell you. I've never had to deal with. Some of the issues that I've dealt with down that I had to deal with down there that I I've not had to deal with them up here, so I'm not too not too upset about it. I can tell you.
3: Well, you so, know, one day, and I know you're you're tight on time. One day, we we all need to have that discussion though, comparing Tennessee football to Alabama football in the high school level. We have it all the time.
2: Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> and, but we, uh, need, we, and we, we do need, need to include you in it, and yes. we need we, we need to get uh, some outside influence on that. Maybe a third vote. Yeah. <laughs> Would be Maybe ideal, we,
0: Joe.
3: We ought to drag Will Hester in, having seen both sides. Of there you go, there you go.
2: We'll have lunch one day. That'll be fun. Hey,
3: <laughs> Joe. Yeah, because we, we couldn't have that conversation on the air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no,
3: not at all.
2: <laughs> I'll record it. Don't worry. <laughs>
3: boy. <Attaboy. laughs>
0: Joe, enjoy your Tuesday evening.
3: We'll talk Thank to you, so. you. You guys have a great one.
2: All righty, Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We're going to take a break. When we come back, folks in Franklin County, turn up the radio. We're talking Huntland football on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit CustomStoneHandlers.com.
1: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. About. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, live from the Lee Company Studio,
2: with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Ten minutes to the top of the hour here, and we are glad to be coming to you from the Lee Company Studio and WKOM 1017 FM, 94.5 The Eagle in Winchester. Glad to have you folks Along with us, we are on five days a week down there again, so make sure that you are tuning in all five days. Wednesday, you'll just get the first hour, but that's okay. You can still tune in. We'd love to have you.
0: I always catch that second hour on the podcast can, as well.
2: Oh, they're broken into two hours, so you don't even have to listen to the first hour again. You can just go to hour number two. Make sure to subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. Five stars. <laughs> or don't rate us. <laughs> If you like us, we're Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. If you don't like us, we're um something else. Something else. Yeah. That was always one of my favorite tour guide quotes. If you liked me, my name's Tom. Give me 5 stars. If you didn't like me, my name's Rick. <laughs> All right. Um let's talk a little Huntland Hornets as they get
0: buzz 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 over here.
1: Yeah. I got to get a uh, little uh sound effect for that we need we need a little buzz 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 buzz.
2: but uh twitterless huntland football can't find i don't think they have twitter Hmm. i can't find it so
0: it's unfortunate
2: it is it is but um the hornets looking to get back to the state playoffs in 2021 they get a half a new region i guess because they won't have to worry about cascade Uh, Well, Cascade wasn't in uh, that region, yeah, but Mount Pleasant Pleasant and
0: Richland are out. Eagleville and Collinwood are in. Eagleville coming down from 2A. Thank you, Rockvale. (laughs) Right. And Collinwood coming over from um, Region 6, 5A, I think. Yeah. that's a tough trip. Oh, Wayne, that's a big over. Yeah. Can you, can yeah, you, Wayne imagine? County also
2: coming over? Yeah. Yeah. Wayne County and Collinwood having to go to the, Fayetteville and Huntland. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, thank you. That's a long way. <laughs>
0: As someone once said, that's a mule and a lunch. <laughs> I want a pack of dinner. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Just in case i tell you what, though. I don't think folks are nearly as concerned about the travel, particularly when they're going to Fayetteville, as what they're going to run into when they get there.
2: Yeah, the uh, (laughs) defending Class A state champion, Tigers, are in this.
0: And a lot of those kids were young.
2: A lot of those kids were young. Although this Huntland team did – I mean, in the regular season last year, they, 20 they to hung, 14.
0: Right, hung in right there with them. Now they got drilled in the playoffs. Uh, 27 to 10. I don't know if I'd call yeah. that a drilling.
2: Well, it it, it wasn't close. I think the, I think those 10 points came, came late. late.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Cosmetic points. Got gotcha. It's okay, though.
2: Yeah. Um, that being said, this is a team that has, you know, they've got some questions, and I think they're going to have, you know, they're going to have to answer them early especially at quarterback but the good thing is they do have uh bryson johnson Mm -hmm. and johnson comes in he's a returning running back and outside linebacker who earned all region status last year um so that's that's kind of a big deal well i mean
0: he should have i mean when you look at the numbers he put up 73 tackles three picks which led the team that's not bad rush for 1100 plus yards Seven touchdowns. So, I mean, 1,100
2: yards on 150 carries. That's like eight yards a
0: carry. Seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. And, and, and see, that's the thing about 1A football. I mean, you'd probably like to give it to him more, but you're trying to keep him fresh on defense as well. That's so, that's a struggle. That's, that's kind of the balance that veteran coach Bob Robertson is, is trying to reach with, with a lot of those guys. Um, another guy worth keeping an eye on, I would think, is um is Evan Dameron a senior um receiver slash cornerback. Fifty three tackles and a sack last year, which, you know, from the corner, that's a lot of tackles. You'd probably like to see those numbers come down for the good of the defense (laughs) as a whole. But unless he's making tackles on the corner. Unless he's reading the and run, then, unless he's coming off, yeah. Unless he's reading the run really well, yeah, uh, somebody's run a lot of jet sweeps and he's coming up, yeah. One of the two. But, you know, you don't want him having to make tackles twenty yards downfield, that's for sure. So, um, but that seems said, he seems capable. He seems he
2: apparently people don't get by him. I guess that's good. There you go. The quarterback position is going to be a question mark. That's kind of where things get uh, get dicey. Seems to be the case for a lot of the teams hey, that we talk about. It's, and, it's almost and, a, and, a, a Unless you're Lawrence thing. County. Yeah, unless you're Lawrence County, you're wondering who you're – Lawrence County, Summertown, and Summit. That's about it. Everybody else is like, who's the quarterback?" quarterback? <laughs> yeah. Or you're breaking in somebody new even if you know who it is, which yeah. is – a struggle, yeah, a struggle in itself. Yeah, that's a struggle in itself. But this team will have two options and hopefully they'll get some some answers during these scrimmages that they are taking part in. Uh,
0: yeah, because they don't really get a whole lot of time to settle in. They open against Whitwell and then and that's in week two. They do not have an August twentieth game. That's That's not when you'd really like to have your open date. Yeah, I'd Because they're like, gonna play ten straight now.
2: And with one with you're not gonna have the, the open date, but two that's another week of somebody else getting prep that you're that not you're getting. You're not
0: so you've got one less week of prep when you open region play at home against Cornersville over Labor Day weekend.
2: Right, and uh, last year they defeated Richland 32-20. They come over here in, in scrimmage number one, and Richland scores five touchdowns to Huntland's two. Um. Now, obviously, that's, that's a scrimmage, and it's the first one of the year. It is what it is. Uh, they did tie the game up, though, when uh, Evan Keller, one of those two options as uh, quarterback, um, Keller took the second-team offense, and broke free from a crowd of defenders for a touchdown, and tied the game at fourteen before Richland scored three final uh, hmm. to end it. So, you know they 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 got a scrimmage Friday against MTS uh, MTCS, and then they'll uh, and Grundy Grundy County that's on Friday as well. So that's at five o'clock. Okay.
0: Well, it's Keller and Eli Wiggs are the two candidates pretty much at the quarterback spot. And, um, again, Whitwell, Cornersville in week three. uh, They go to Cascade and Wayne County back-to-back. They're at home against Lookout Valley. They go to Collinwood, talking about that long trip. (laughs) Um, They're at home against Cornersville, and then they finish up at Eagleville and at home against both Fayetteville and Moore County. All three of those region games.
2: Man, for Fayetteville and Moore County to, to end the year after playing ten, straight, 10 total, straight. That's 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 tough. That's yeah. Picked to be fifth in the region uh, by the coaches, so we'll see. I mean they're gonna they're they're gonna vie for that last playoff spot. Yeah. I mean it's just gonna be a matter of you know, who they beat. That's that's the key. So good luck to the Hornets this year as they get ready for Another season of Huntland football that we still haven't gotten word on whether or not they are going to be on WZyx. But if you're out there and you would like to be the play-by-play voice you, of the Huntland Hornets, yeah,
0: get in touch with Alan Jeff. You
2: get uh, in touch with Alan Jeff because uh, you help you, you, know.
0: you know who's from Huntland, right? You're a UT fan. You should know this from Huntland. Yes, I wouldn't know. Johnny Majors. Ah. Uh, so that two,
2: probably two of the best coaches in UT history, both from Franklin County. That's amazing. Who would have known? <laughs> there you go, Johnny Majors, former huh? Iowa State.
0: Yeah, <laughs> great. The coach. Cyclones. Yep.
2: All right, we're gonna come out of the next break, and we're gonna talk to Joe Rexford about the NFL because there are a ton of things to talk about. You're going to want to hear it. Joe Road on the other side of the break. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Right back to the Lee Company studio right after this.